0: The life of a modern parent is a bit like herding cats Serving these madams and masters like parental proletariats Before the sun has risen, they request, can you wipe my bum? I consider this a bit of a liberty when that request comes from their mum Hi there, my name's James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, I'm lucky enough to be joined by success coach and GBO world champion, Scarlett O'Connor. I'm a happily married father of three, and we live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. I decided to start this podcast because I wanted to create an online community to support people, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself, who often struggle Struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow my podcast or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I've struggled my own mental health on and off since my teens with intrusive thoughts and general anxiety, which has led to depression. In this podcast, Scarlett talks about some of the significant challenges she's faced in her life, the techniques she's used to overcome them, and how she uses similar techniques to support her clients. So, can I ask, why are you in Costa Rica? Uh, why not? Absolutely. <laughs>
1: uh my son turned 18 last year he's 19 now and uh he left home and i came out to america to compete uh because i bodybuild yeah i've and seen that i was like oh you know what i'm gonna go away for christmas and i did invite him but he's 18 19 and like no i don't want to come Mum. i want to be with my friends and so, i
0: would totally take a, an offer of a holiday to costa rica in a heartbeat
1: uh, yeah no he wasn't well i was actually in mexico but um and then I just decided to stay. So I did the same last winter. And then I came back for six months and was like, you know what? I'm going to go do the same again. So I competed in December. So I did. I've done exactly the same again. So and this
0: is bodybuilding.
1: Yes. Yeah. So a hobby of mine.
0: Yeah. But quite a, quite a full on hobby. I mean, you know, it's a pretty, pretty taxing and, you know, lots of, I mean, so much work. I think it's something that, you know, people don't really realize, do they?
1: no probably not no no, no not at all um, but yeah it's been part of my own self love journey yeah so going from a cope from being in a coma and kind of quite broken as a person i guess uh, scars across my head and in, in not the best place and having been through a lot of trauma in my life like i never really did things for me
0: yeah so
1: uh, along with like needing to come back stronger from the hat I also realized that I needed to change things about myself. I needed to do things differently. And one of those was learning how to put me first. And how to me.
0: it's one of those things, isn't it? I think if you're lucky, it's something you learn early in your life. But I think we do so many things for other people and actually need permission to do things like, wow, well, whatever projects you want. It, it, you know, it, it seems quite alien to lots of people to just think that's OK.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't have the best upbringing. So um, I, I wasn't taught how to love or look after me. And and then I became a mum at 16. So my priority was my son. It yeah. was providing in the ways I didn't have, it was giving him everything. It was so, uh, yeah, I mean, we get taught as children, don't we, really? Like, um, do everything for everybody else, like, keep quiet, like, yeah, be good, just do everybody
0: else first really it's a weird one with because I find actually um I'm I have much more drive now that I'm a parent beforehand before being a parent I was a bit Peter Pan syndrome a bit a bit flaky I actually I worked in the fitness industry for about 15 years so my background was working in gyms um Ah. and but I think it wasn't until actually our daughter was born that I actually thought this isn't this isn't good enough you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not providing her with what I want. And I think actually, but then ironically, trying to do anything with when you've got children is a million percent harder because they, they, they naturally come first and you want them to come first, but you've also, yes, um, yeah, you're like, well, I've got to, I've got to sort of upskill and I, I know who I want to become or I'm in the process of trying to do that. And you have so much more energy and drive, but so you're, you know, you're so timeful
1: um yeah 100 percent. but it gives you a, another level of purpose doesn't it having children
0: i think it, so yeah and i think yeah. it gives you another level of bravery i think sometimes i often think if i you know if i'm feeling nervous about something i think well if, if you do it for your children it's amazing what you'll do for your children you'll do more for your children than you will for yourself a million percent
1: yeah yeah a hundred percent and it's also the biggest look in the mirror yeah
0: like
1: if you're gonna if you're gonna call it a self-improvement self-development journey. Then you're going to face it when you when you have children,
0: because yeah.
1: Because they're going to make you look in the mirror.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because they don't. They don't. I mean, they just tell it how it is, and they certainly, just tell it how it is. and they certainly, I find, and we we've got a, a we got a girl and two boys. Certainly, the boys, I look at the things that that my shortcomings and think, well, I, you know, certainly with things like mental health, um, I've struggled, I've battled with my with depression and OCD all my life, and both, and certainly one of my sons has elements and i think well actually i've got a roadmap for him i've you know if and when he has similar situations i've got to sort of make it and i think that's what a lot of the reasons i i set up the podcast and the youtube channel i thought i want that i want to feel like i've done everything i can to raise the profile of mental health a bit I mean, more yeah. um
1: well that's really what set me on a path so i've been in it for like 15 years had a great career um, but after my accident, I really went on a journey to, to well, to change careers, to become the yeah. best person, version of me. And it was along that journey I learned, like, how much the things we go through really do affect our programming, how much they affect our mental well-being. And yeah. there's a massive gap in the education system. Like, at 18, you're labeled as an adult. 21, you're labeled as an adult. And that's it. You suddenly go out, you've got all these responsibilities. And nobody really understands how this works.
0: No. Because we
1: just don't we simply just don't get taught. So everybody's running around struggling. Many people yeah. are struggling in pain, don't understand. And like even our medical system is kind of go to the doctors, doctor give you pills or they send you to a counselor and that's really it. Like there's still no education on well, how does this how does this thing work? This amazing computer that's running us every single day that drives our thoughts, feelings, actions, how how does that actually work? And like through the study of like neuroscience, understanding how trauma impacts us, it just become really apparent to me that I truly think that's why mental well being is uh, such a problem across the world because we just do not get taught.
0: No, I agree with you. My wife's a teacher and I've worked in, in schools and I think, I think, I think certainly it's better, um, hopefully my children's generation are a lot more self-aware than, than, than my generation, yeah. maybe your generation, uh, and certainly my parents' generation. Um, but it's still not enough because you're right, it's all about if you, if you can't look after the top two inches, you know, if if this isn't working, it doesn't matter what you're... And it, it, it the thing is, it takes quite a lot of courage to actually look in the mirror and, and deal with your stuff. Um, it takes a huge
1: um, amount of courage. Yeah. I think that's what people fear the most is doing the... If you're going to fear anything, like most people fear doing that looking in the mirror and facing themselves, facing their own demons, facing their past, facing, yeah, facing, facing themselves. Cause it's, yeah, cu- courage. Yeah. I suppose so- it,
0: it takes something like a, a life changing accident, uh, or a, or a, a child or a loss of a loved one for that. It has to be something that massive for you to go, right. You know, this That's is true. a game changer. Um, 100%. Certainly, from what what from what sounds like what you went through, uh, that seemed to be a major a major catalyst.
1: Yeah, that and other things. Like, um, I grew up with what I now understand. Oh, sorry, there's a bit of noise in the background. That's all right. I'm that's out fine. in the jungle. There isn't too much of that, but uh, there is a lot of animals. Um, yeah, I grew up with what I now understand to be a narcissistic mother. So my mum kicked me out when I was twelve years old, and leading up to that point, I now see that I went. I went through a lot, um, and I never really had a word for her other than using the c word, which I wouldn't yeah. really use, but I did for her for for most of my life actually, until I became aware of what narcissism was and what narcissistic personality disorder is, and then became aware of how it affects a child mm-hmm. and how that then in turn affects somebody who, when you become an adult, and what narcissistic behaviours are and how we end up developing them, and actually like. Yeah looking in the mirror, I had to recognize that, no, I am not, I'm not nothing like my mum. and No, I don't have narcissistic personality disorder. But I had learned to be resilient, to get up and get on with it, to hide my insecurities, to deal with my stuff on my own. And what that did mean, fortunately, when I looked in the mirror was that I, I did have some behaviors that were toxic. Like I, I carried a lot of pain with me and it would come out sometimes. Like if uh, I got close to somebody and was in a relationship, then the minute I thought that they were going to hurt me, that that they were going to leave me, then.
0: But having the self-awareness that you have to know that is, is half the battle because some people never get to that point in their lives.
1: Well, some people really don't want to. And that's the difference between, I think, Like I I honestly think narcissism is right. I think, I I think we all, we, most of us in the world, uh, demonstrate it demonstrate behaviors but because we don't get taught because we're not aware we simply don't know and uh there are a lot of people in the world who demonstrates behaviors and they will never do the work and they're really dangerous because they will continuously hurt people and never never want to do take responsibility never want to face themselves in the mirror um but again i think it doesn't help that we just don't have that education that we don't have that awareness
0: yeah, if I think you you're right. On
1: the child, what it was, you would be able to spot it in yourself and other sooner. You, it would be a different.
0: I think you're right. right. I think yeah. if you actually, because you know, certainly in a relationship, there's not there's not one person who's completely narcissistic, narcissistic and the other person who isn't. We all have the ability to have those characteristics, but if you're not aware of them, how do you know what they are? I mean, there are times when I think, hang on a minute, do you need to do that? Is it is this the best decision? And just. Just having the knowledge of that makes you think. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Do I need to say this now? Is this going to yeah. help the situation? It's just that ability, and it's amazing when you think yeah. how many times in your day don't say that. There's no need for yeah. it. It's, it's mm-hmm. but actually, if you, I think if you, can, yeah, you're right. The, the, it's, it's much harder to teach a man in his forties than it is a four or five year old child. Don't say you don't need to say that. You know, or, or just and or that's unnecessary because I don't, I don't think a lot of adults actually develop beyond children if you know
1: no um, no because that and that's the thing like we're programmed by what we go through from like the ages of naught to seven yeah and past that point we're just running on autopilot we're just running based upon our programming and like unless we actually change things and we do change certain things as we grow up obviously but a, a lot of it just stays running the same which is why when we experience like yeah fear of something fear of abandonment for instance it's that child inside it's that inner yeah. child who's not healed who's hurt and who immediately kind of puts their guards up um yeah who puts their guards up and that that could mean getting short fused, frustrated getting angry when you don't want to and it's not it's not coming from a it's not coming from a cruel place it's coming from a place of protection it's coming from yeah. and of protecting that going back to that being that small child Going back to being, but there's a di- there's a big difference between I think demonstrating these behaviors and it coming from that place. So there is demonstrating these behaviors because you're a cheater, because you're a liar, because you you you're actually your intent is to just think selfishly about yourself and go about your ways and not care for somebody else and cover up your own stuff with lying, being deceiving. Um, and getting angry because you're being caught out, for instance. Because or... you
0: always get caught out. That's the problem. It, you, it's and I think once you try and create this this facade, you ha- that, that takes that's that's a job in itself. Trying to maintain this person you're not. And it's scary. It's really scary to face who you are and the stuff. But it's it's not as scary once you've done it. It's kind of like once you actually yeah. once you and it. it you know, it can be a uh, it can be an unbelievably cathartic experience when you just realize actually, uh, you know whether it's well, you, you face your demons and you do the things you wanted to do and actually you realize n- nothing bad happens if anything it's all really liberating. But I think you're it's right. Really yeah, it is. Uh, I think you're right. Some people just don't have they either have t- they either have too much fear and they can't get over it. Or
1: um, well, their brains are just they've just developed in a way that doesn't allow them to connect in that way with themselves or with others. Yeah. That they just don't have the, through their learning, through their childhood, through the things that they've been through, they they just don't have it in them. And I've got, I, I've known plenty of people, I've helped clients who are like this, who are narcissistic and realise that they are and go, wait, I want help with this. I don't want to always be like this because I've been going around in a vicious cycle my whole entire life. And then I've met people who are completely the opposite. They, they like what they do. They get off on what they do. They, they feel a sense of excitement when they're doing it. They, and they have, no, at this point in their lives, they have no, no want, no need to change. And what you yeah, said about they, it they... probably takes... <laughs> um, yeah, it's probably going to take them to lose everything. It's going to take something in their life to make them go wait there it's actually me and wait there i need to change or they may stay like that their whole entire lives like my mum, she's uh i I doubt i have no idea but don't believe she was she's ever looked back on what she's done and she would have justified it and lied and will continue being that um person till 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 her deathbed she would never
0: which is sad because actually the the thing that's lost is it is a number of great relationships with with you and other people, and I mean, do you think that's something she got from her mom, or do you think? Because I think that's often the problem. Often the problem is thing, actually, you're just doing what you think is right. You've just copied someone else's behaviour. It takes quite a lot for someone to go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break the cycle. I'm gonna be the person in our family, or our, I'm gonna be. The, and that's hard. Certainly, yeah. if you you know, if there's a ba- if there's a background where this is considered accepted behavior and certainly in a family dynamic and it takes off and go this isn't we treat each other really badly you, you can't that can't be allowed to to happen it's not you know sometimes oh no that's just how he is like no that's 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 not that's not acceptable um, complete.
1: and it is and it's t- yeah like for me it was a, a case of i'm not yeah i'm not going to be treated. I'm not going to be treated like that. I'm going to walk away from it, and I'm going to break the cycle. What what I didn't realise though, when I was thinking like that, when I had my boy, particularly when I was 16, is that unless I did the real inner work, there would be parts of me that would that, that wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be my best self.
0: Because- but you obviously have done, because you know, I mean, from the sen- well, you've got a business that 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 means you wouldn't be able to do the work to support the people who hadn't already done the work on yourself.
1: Yeah. And that and that's why i'm so passionate about it because i realized how much uh pain this causes. like i carried pain my whole life and felt so different to everybody else and in while well, on the outside it might have come across i was really confident and i had a, a lot like going for me and like okay yeah like i appeared that way yeah. but inside i had demons inside i i didn't Confident and inside, I had I suffered with a lot of anxiety, like especially around relationships. Like the minute I get close to somebody, that's when the anxiety would rise because the minute that love came into into the equation, that that was it. It it, it yeah, my my anxiety would go through the roof, and my self esteem, like the way I actually felt about myself inside, wasn't wasn't very high at all, and I couldn't really. I couldn't really understand it until I started to really understand what child what what happens to an adult when they've been abused as a child. And the reality is, we we like the negative self talk, the low self esteem, the low self worth. That's that's all implications. That's that's all part of what happens when you do go through that as a child. And so I used to look around sometimes and think, wait, there I've got the house, I've got the cars, I've got a good job, I've got, got all the things that I. God, even more than I ever imagined as a child um, dreamt of. Why am I still not happy? Like yeah. I was, I, I'd be grateful. Why am I still not happy? And I realised now I've gone on this journey that it was because the self talk was terrible. The way I thought about myself inside was terrible. The yeah, but what made my... you.
0: What made you question that? Because I think a lot of people just don't question it. You know, is it just you know, to have, you must, you must naturally have a self-awareness because a lot of people, they get the house and the car and they're like, I've made it. I'm I'm here. You know, I might, like, even if I'm miserable, I'm, do you know what I mean? It must take a lot of intelligence or self-awareness or emotional intelligence to go, does something, there's something not right. I've got every, everything looks amazing. I've got all the stuff that, you know, you would imagine people want to be happy, but there's something because I get it. I'm, I feel the same. Sometimes I've, it's not really until I ever do stuff for other people, I actually feel fulfilled. Um, that's yeah. the, that's the biggest buzz when you, when I talk to someone and go, you know, I really needed that. or I've been having a crap day or, you know, that's the, you know, cause don't get me wrong. I, if, if there was a way to do this and it pays my mortgage, that's fantastic. Cause it's something I'm passionate about, you know, I, but, but it, I think my, my dad died a couple of years ago, and I think that was a that was a major penny drop moment for me. I kind of thought, okay, we well, were forty four. If you if you're not going to go all in with this, when are you going to go in all of this? You know, because nothing's yeah. guaranteed, and and it's you know, I was always someone who wanted, but I think I lacked a bit of the confidence to actually, I don't know, go online and and speak in front of cameras. And I thought, well you might you, you know, not everyone gets to have this chance. And I think that that you need that. I think from the sounds of like your accident, I think you need that yeah. level of urgency to go, you know, Oh my God, this is I, nothing's guaranteed. I've got to go for this now. You know, I think you need that level of call it fear or I don't know urgency or to go, right, let's do this. A
1: hundred percent. I don't like, I, I don't think I'd have ever gone stage. You know I mean like bodybuilding. I, I trained for, Probably since my twenties, got into kind of fitness and the gym, particularly because I had a baby belly, had a mum's body, and wanted to do something about it. Um, And so that was the reason I got into the gym, and then I kind of kept with it because it helped my mental health so much. I knew if I went to the gym, I had a better day. Everyone was just, it was just so much better inside. I I felt more confident. I felt so. I kept with it, and then after my accident, uh, I was in recovery for about eight months. And then after recovery, I was like, right, got, I can get back to the gym. Let's get back to the gym. Let's get doing that. And I kind of fell into bodybuilding by accident because I entered a competition with no idea it was bodybuilding. I just thought it said fit mum and was like, you know what, I'm doing it. Um, and then I realized what it was and that it meant I would have to prep and my diet would have to change. I'd have to go on a particular diet. And at the end of it, I was going to have to stand on stage, tanned up, no- wearing nothing but a human. Yeah,
0: that's a big and- that take. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'd think of anything else that takes any more confidence than that. That's, <laughs> that's about as well, vulnerable, I think, as you can. I, I I don't know. I couldn't do that. That's Well,
1: what you're saying now is what I where I was. Yeah. Like, I had staples across my forehead. I, I was in, like, after my accident, I remember I, I couldn't even look in the mirror or go past my reflection without falling my eyes out or falling apart. I didn't think I'd ever want to even be seen by a person outside of my house. Never mind anybody else had a fringe cut in to cover up the scars uh, or to do my best to cover them up. I, If you had said to me after my accident, in 12 months' time, you're going to be stood on stage in wearing nothing but a bikini, uh, posing and showing your, your your muscles off and your your scars going to be out on display. You see, I can't I see like any of no
0: I can't see. There's no sign of any scars oh, I can...
1: It's just because I'm in the shade. You okay,
0: but I, okay, but you're I, okay. Yeah,
1: because I'm far away and I'm not up close. But uh, yeah.
0: it's probably a lot more evident to you than it is to other. I, I generally couldn't because I looked at your pictures and they I mean, they are they are hard. They are and to look you now completely different. You know you look amazing. Um, oh, thanks. Not to say that you well, didn't I mean, look amazing before. You know what I mean?
1: Well, uh, I definitely didn't look very amazing when I. Just had the accident.
0: But just most people
1: stop and ask. My like, if I'm talking to somebody, they're always go. So, yeah, I
0: sorry, it? I, I, I <laughs> hope you weren't offended by me saying you weren't didn't look amazing when uh, uh, in the pictures of the.
1: <laughs> I definitely did not look amazing, and uh, after that, and um, that was the thing. Two years before my accident, and and this is what made me really look the Two years before my accident, I was on holiday in Spain, and I was assaulted by a police officer. Oh my God. Um, and he almost, uh, I almost lost my life. He smashed my face off the marble floor. Um, so you'll see on maybe some of the pictures that there's like two, two pictures. One is after my accident. The one before is when mm. I was assaulted. He broke my nose, cheekbone, eyebrow socket, all the bones in my face, or down one side of my face. I have four blood transfusions, woke up in the hospital to them, stitching my tongue up. Um, and at that point, that was, that that was the first, I guess, as an adult of almost losing my life that that was really what began my journey of understanding human behavior
0: because what, what, I, what, what would I don't know make someone do that I, that's I... I,
1: that's what I wanted to understand I wanted to understand I wanted to understand him, I wanted to understand my mum. Uh, I want to understand myself. Like, why do I come home and get short fuse when I don't want to like walking in the door? I don't know. seeing a pair of shoes that my son's put down and I'm like, ah, why are the shoes there? Like, why do I, and then I'm going, yeah. You've got the
0: awareness to ask the question. Whereas people who, I mean, I think if you can look at it instead of, if you are looking at someone with pity or with, with, or with sympathy, that actually you're just terrified, which is why you're acting out. That's why it, it to an extent it, to, you know, it, you know, people who are mean to you at um, um, in the workplace. I I coached Brazilian jiu-jitsu and uh, I coached kids Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And when I first started, you, you'd come up against some people who were just like, just bullies, you know, and bullies. you can, why Why are you, what do you get from that? What do you get from, you know, I mean, I, I just, I haven't got that in me. It's not in me. Um, no, me neither. Me
1: neither, I, but. That was the catalyst for me to go. Okay, wh- why? Why do we become who we do? Because, like, was he like that when he was born? Like, w- did he actually get born? Like, like, no, probably not. But true.
0: Before whatever, he's not done so the work, happened. and it, no, it, whatever's gone on with him shouldn't mean doesn't justify that behaviour. No, one hundred percent.
1: No, one hundred. It might explain. So that it. was the catalyst for me to go. Right. Okay, I want to understand this. Yeah. Like, I want to understand how do we, because I can't do anything about his wrong behavior, can't do anything about my mom's, and my behavior, well, is nothing like that. But there are things about me I don't like. So how do I change it? Because it's not as simple as just going, right, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. So no. that was what really, that's what really made me, like, go, right, okay, uh, I need to understand this. I need to understand, like, why do people get angry? Like, like. Whether it's angry to that extent, or angry as in sh- shouting a bit, or, or angry as in getting a bit short fused, or like, well, why do people get why do people get angry? Um, and I and I realised along that, that journey. I remember one day I read something and it stuck with me, and that was the real catalyst for me to do the inner work. Was when I read that many adults only carry anger with them because they went through something they morally disagreed with as a kid, and. Yeah because they didn't have a voice to voice it, they carry this anger with them. And I think that's where it either goes one or two ways. You either end up kind of like myself, where you're carrying the anger, not wanting to, not knowing, not knowing how to even do anything about it. Uh, Or you, on the other hand, become like the abuser. And you become an abuser. You become a bully. You become a a cheat. you You become somebody who's...
0: I mean, it, yeah, it's difficult. I'm guessing there have been times where you've thought it's difficult to look for any silver lining and some of the things. But you've got the most amazing story for your clients, really. There's, do you know what I mean? There's no way anyone can say you've not done the work. Do you know what I mean? You've, you're everything you are and have come from shows. No, I've done the work. I've, there's no way I could do this lifestyle if I hadn't done some serious, you know, inner work. And you know physical work. It's,
1: it's,
0: well, no, it isn't. well done. It's inspiring because I think you never know who's watching. And that's the, I think that's the problem with things like social. It's why I, it's why if I ever see someone who has done TikTok posts or, a, and I always try and say something nice, but I haven't got anything nice. I just don't say anything. It doesn't, you don't need a million people. You, you don't, you need one person. You know, it's that, yeah. I, unless that I love it's that super cheesy line from an Aerosmith song, I think you know, sometimes that you know, the light at the end of the tunnel might be you, and it's like you don't know how crap someone's day might be, and you just say that made me laugh or I really like that. Um, it's yeah. sometimes all it takes, and it's like because I think sometimes people get overwhelmed with there's so much wrong with the world, how can I possibly influence it? I'm like, well, you can. You, it, it but it, it, and you have to it, the only way to do it is to win people over one by one that's the only way to do it um yes and and I'm
1: to a know, like, pay attention like we're all we're all leaders aren't we from the minute you walk out of your door every single day you come into contact with people you, yeah. you get the opportunity to impact people whether that's in a positive way or a negative way right like,
0: yeah, how do you talk to the postman you know how do you how do you smile at people when you would you keep your head down and you know, because it it's hard to make the effort sometimes. You know, certainly if you live in Britain, because most people are quite intro- introverted, and it's hard, but it, you always get yeah. more back. You always get more back. You've just got to be the brave person saying, well, you know, I'll be the person that does, makes the effort. Sometimes it'll either go well or it won't go well. Um,
1: and, uh, yeah, that, I think it comes to the side, because I always talk about I've got, like, a process, and my, my star, scars to strength process, and the, like, first part of that story... I might become aware of the stories you're telling yourself because every single day you tell yourself stories and depending on the story that you tell yourself will depend how you interact with somebody yeah because it it would impact the think the things you think the way you feel and then the way you act like i had a client recently and she she said uh like she picked up the phone to i uh, saw something out she needed this company to do something for her and they didn't they didn't react how she was hoping they would and they didn't deal with it in the way that she was hoping they would and she got really quite frustrated with them um now she's a she's in a really high profile position she's she's got she she's a lead she's very much a leader and she She has a lot of people looking up to her and i said at that point like needs you do need to recognize that work cause and effect all the time like you have this what did you tell yourself when you picked up that phone you had that phone call was it that they don't listen to you that they don't respect you that they don't care about, like they don't that they don't care about who you are, that they don't, because whatever those stories are you're telling yourself, they're coming back to deep-rooted beliefs. No one ever listens to me. No one believes me. My stuff doesn't matter. My voice doesn't matter. Like whatever those deep root beliefs are, they're coming out in that story that you're telling yourself and then you're reacting. And like when you're getting angry at this person, you don't know why they haven't done what you were hoping they would do. Like yeah. maybe they haven't done it because they can't, because their job says, strictly i don't know they need to follow these rules or i almost guarantee what you're thinking in your head isn't the reason but what have you done to that person who's been at the other end of the phone who you don't even know who's not even your like yeah what to them you just put them into effect so you've had a really bad day because you're stressed out pissed off angry and so it's affected your mental well-being for the day and i almost guarantee it's affected theirs because now they've had a bad day and Depending on their trauma response, whether they go into like fight or flight, they will have either come up against you or they're going to completely freeze and go into themselves. Yeah. And so it's like you've just effect- you've affected yourself by telling yourself those stories because that's affected the reaction actually you've had. And you've actually then affected somebody else. And you've probably come across as quite a bully, quite a cruel person, quite a like. And and you've hurt somebody else, and it's all been because of those stories. So we need to get back. We need to understand what what are those beliefs, because whatever those beliefs are, they need to be changed because they're just shaping behaviour. That's.
0: But I suppose never. it takes someone. So I'm guessing the work you do with your clients, these are the sort of conversations you have, and I think it takes. It be, yeah. Not easy, not easy, because ultimately it means you fight, you're going to you, you know you're going you're going to challenge behaviour that they probably felt because they've been allowed to get away with it for years, decades, they, they suddenly, oh, I, there's nothing wrong with the way I do this. They're like, no, there is.
1: Yeah, and I'm you've ed- got, I mean, it's, it's its educating, I guess. And I get clients, I work with clients who are on the other side of that, who have been people-pleasers their whole entire life, who wouldn't say boo to a goose, who would just keep them stuff in and they've been affected on the other side of that. Right, and they don't know how to stand up for themselves. They don't know how to. But in both cases it always whether they're the person who's come across as a bully when perhaps like they're not they're actually they are but they're not they're a really good person they've just never known or understood their own behavior or the impact it's having or they're on the other side of that and actually they've been been affected by a bully their whole entire life but they have no idea why they go into these relationships or why they're
0: Sorry, it, it's knowing your own stuff, isn't it? I mean, I know it's, it's like uh, it's like. I mean, I've one of my big things, my my one of my big intrusive thoughts is I, I hate the idea of I get very anxious by the idea of offending people. It's like one earlier when I when I said, you know, I, I didn't think that I I worry oh, to a, a level which is unnecessary, and I know that, yeah. and I sometimes have to own that because if I don't own it, then it just goes out of control, and then I can be Worrying about a conversation I may have had that were actually the person that i can't even i can 't remember what you i can 't remember the comment you're now worrying about it's important um, to kind of you check and go okay hang on, it did this happen or is that's just some of your stuff you're and i think you've yeah it's it's hard it, and it it doesn't stop it's ongoing it's you know you, you're never fixed you know i don't think it's you are just prepared to do the work every day or every yeah um,
1: It's a journey, isn't it? Life's a journey and all sorts of situations will throw up different parts of you that maybe you didn't even know needed work, needed healing, needed until you're faced with those new situations or and then you go, oh, wait there. okay.
0: (laughs) it's liberating and you just don't you don't know who's watching. And I think sometimes if you have the and certainly, you know, the courage and bravery you've had, you, you will be. You know, I, you know, I was inspired by some of the stuff I've seen, in your your, you know, um, story. It, you don't, I, it, but I think it's important people tell you that. I think people are like, oh, I can't say things like, well, I think you can. I think you have to. I think it's important to because you don't know how powerful it is, you know, and how you completely change this person's them. I think actually, yeah, I, you know, I've got, a, I have got a story to tell, and I, I can help people, and I can use my past trauma as I think, and hopefully, it's conversations like this that people think actually it is okay to just admit that I don't know something, or I, I. It's you kind of hope the more people that do it, the more people will do it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm still very much finding my voice. Like this is just kind of quite, still quite. It feels still quite new to be kind of going vulnerably. Like, hey, world! By the way, did you know that this is like I put up a post the other day. What I said earlier about, like, did you know the reason why I met a lot of us carrying angers because we went through things we morally disagree with, got more hits than anything I ever because shared it did. On Twitter, because, because it for, did, yeah, it's true. And it's something but you know, that many you... People are struggling with, but don't know, but feel shame, embarrassment, guilt, like all of these shitty emotions, and don't know how to do anything with it. Like, and but
0: that's where you, that's where people like you come in, isn't it? That's where people who are like, they're like, I didn't even know that. I, uh, life coach was a thing. I didn't. I have never heard of that before. You know, there's, you know, I, someone can completely change my life. You know, even if that's I, I meet them in my fifties, sixties, you can have the last, fantastic, most amazing, last tw- amazing twenty years of your life if you're prepared to do yeah. some work. It's not. You're not finished in your forties or your fifties. I mean, look at you, you. were in Costa Rica having an I awesome know. time. It's wicked. Myself. Sorry. <laughs>
1: I still have to pinch myself like other Well, actually, yeah, that but, yeah, but inside like yeah, but you've
0: got image. the work. it's by this from the work it doesn't it didn't just happen, you know it's probably no. and it's like that iceberg thing, it's like what I'm seeing is is you having an awesome time in Costa Rica but actually there will be there'll be so much work and so much effort underneath that that no one will ever see um, no.
1: and the same every day still when I'm here Do you know I mean we can, i am traveling to on my own for the last what five months like some people can't deal with even time on their no. own. You know I mean? <laughs> i've been i've been solo for the last five months i'm not staying here with people i'm staying on my own in the jungle like i, I don't wake up every day and everything's bliss i i have to positive self-talk i go to the gym i ride myself to the gym i get my things done knowing that i'll have a bit of a better day i'm i'm being really vulnerable in my post right now i'm sharing all this stuff so like it's not just this oh look like I am in Costa Rica everything's amazing Um, and I think that's the thing we sometimes like especially with social media it's even worse isn't it people are just looking at all these people and they're living their best lives as you say and it it just it adds to the whole oh there must be something wrong with me because I don't look like that or I don't feel like that or my life isn't like that or uh...
0: I really hope you got something from today's podcast And if you'd like to get in touch with Scarlett, her contact details are in the podcast description below. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. Dad Mind Matters. Helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. Are you a dad or non-birthing partner who can give two hours a week to the NCT Parents in Mind project to support others in East Sussex with full accredited training provided? If you are and would like to find out more, please message me via the email in the podcast description. My book, First Time Dad, A 42 Week Guide to Pregnancy is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, www.dadmindmatters.com.